get the best of Clairsey, Shane and Kimber on the podcast. For surprisingly good insurance, it's SGIO. Now, when, uh, when you're a slave to fashion like I am, <laughs> it, 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 it does open a can of worms. Um, now, I have been around on the planet for a long time and I've seen fashion come and go. But, the you know, well, you can see that I'm up with the trend today. Well, so you got, you got your rabbitos, rabbitos cap on there, mate. Well, yeah, but apart from the rabbitos cap, I'm only wearing that because my hair's... He's been in hospital in for a shocking, week. He hasn't sorted out yeah, his hair. I've got to get a haircut. Yeah, put it back on. But um, in 2015, the young men today, it blows me away, the, the kind of trend that they're going with. Like, they, they, it's no longer sort of um, metrosexual. It's more like a hipster, right? Mm-hmm. Um, hipsters uh, have got the beard a little bit lumberjack style. It, it doesn't... Like and the boots, it doesn't sort of grab me as as something that I think is fashionable. No, right. well, the beard might be on the way out now. I don't know. Well, Mo- the, is they, it? well, they put out news reports this week that men with big beards have more poo particles in them than your toothbrush oh. in the bathroom. Oh, good morning, everyone. Yeah, so apparently, what are they doing with their beards? Well, <laughs> I reckon just, Dunny brush. Just by by collecting the particles in the air when they go to the toilet, it's more than on your toothbrush, apparently. Oh, Kimber. Where, so I'm saying, where, what is their bum closer to their head than I imagine? <laughs> disgusting. It's in anyway, the middle of, middle of their back. I'm just saying, once you say that, then maybe it's the way of getting people to get rid of their beards. Carry but, on. Look, here we go. This yeah. is the other thing I don't get is the top knot. Now, nearly every footballer has got uh, the top knot. Mm-hmm. Now, in history, what I remember, the top knot in fashion has only been in uh, like people in kung fu movies and breakfast radio. Mm. Who's who's got one in? <laughs> well, breakfast I do radio? it in breakfast radio. Kim, I'm not talking about and men. Yeah. I'm talking oh, about uh, men. And Gene Simmons from Kiss, he's worn it. So you got your hair. kung fu dudes, you know, yeah. hop sing, yeah, crouching hipster, hidden uh, scrunchie, hop, <laughs> hop sing. <laughs> but when does it? Like I, w- I watched a game of footy last weekend, yep. and I said to a friend, um, the nurse, uh, when does a top knot become a bun? Yeah. Because these guys are wearing buns. Pretty They're secretaries. Mm. Secretaries. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, they're, they're, it's not an, it's a librarian. Yeah, it's an interesting look, isn't it? Well, because wasn't there dudes going around and cutting off people's top knots? They're still doing it. Yeah, My yeah. son's a big fan of this. Uh, there's a thing on YouTube of guys that walk up behind the guys with uh, top knots buns. Lop it off. And lop it off That's and then yeah. run risky. away. That is risky. It is. Because imagine growing that for all of that time and then somebody not lops it off. Oh, man. Actually, what's Matt, Matt Fife's got one. He's got an interesting one. Almost looks like, it looks like he's got a hairnet on, like he's flipping burgers. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I don't know with Fife he's. Um, I'm not a fan anyway. Yeah. But I think the next trend following the bun is uh, pigtails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. And AFL training will be uh, skip rope. And elastics. Love it. <laughs> Sometimes you come to work and you talk about a dream you've had. You got to be careful who you say, you know, what to whom, because you can get yourself in a bit of strife. Oh, well, because we say here a lot of the work dreams we have are that you turn up and you've maybe forgot to put pants on, or the equipment mm. won't work, or no one else is there. Those sorts of dreams. Well, that's right. That's a constant. There, there was a explanation of that. You know, people used to have that dream that they're naked in a French exam, mm-hmm. mm. and there is a reason for that. Yeah. Well, it's French. <laughs> That's how oh. they do it. Um, but it's when you have the dreams about other people that I find them a bit awkward. Mm. So we want to know if you've dreamt about a work colleague. Julie. Julie. Bonjour. Julie. Hi. Hi, oh, baby. Who have you been dreaming about? A work colleague. On Last week on Friday, I dreamt that a work colleague had won 100000 on the lottery. Yeah. And I thought, this can't be right because she doesn't do the lottery. 
Well, I went into work on Monday morning, and she said to me, guess what happened to me on the weekend? And I said, I don't know. And she said, I was in um, a news agent in Wanneroo Road, and the guy in front of me won 100000 on a scratch card. No. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's Deja bizarre. vu. She told me the story, but she, you know, I, I thought, oh, my God, deja vu. I couldn't believe it. Julie, the guy in front of her had the- won this. Sorry, the most shocking part about this story is that people actually win $100,000 on scratchies. Yeah. Well, he must I've have never heard said, that. No, but I said, what was the guy like? She said he was in shock. Yeah, but he was. Standing on the phone in shock. So, yeah, and I, I thought he was lottery. She said, no, it was a scratch card. And she said, I'm standing behind him thinking, all right. <laughs> but she doesn't do the lottery, so I knew yeah. it wouldn't have been her that won it. That's why I found it so odd when she said to me, you know, wow. I was going to tell me she won 100,000, but not. And even the amount, the, the amount was exactly the same, the same. as I dreamt. Yeah, that's um, fantastic, mate. I tell him, are you Welsh? I am, yeah. I can tell that. You're a first, I think that's a first Welshman, Welsh woman. No, I've been, I've been on here before because I think one of you guys is, is Welsh or. Is yeah, that's me. Yeah, your parents are Welsh. I've spoke to you before, yeah. Change everything. <laughs> Thanks, Jules. Julie, you've got a special talent. You just need to hone that, I think. Yeah. Uh, g'day, Ian. Who have you had a dream about at work? Hey, g'day. How are you going? Um, yeah, me and my boss, actually. Uh, sounds a bit weird, but um, one night uh, I was uh, just having a dream about him, actually. We, we're both sparkies, and we work on roofs installing aircons. And I had a dream that he actually slid down off a roof <gasps> and um, fell off a gutter. And I was like, oh, goddamn, woke up in a cold sweat and things like that. I mean... I didn't really care because I knew it was a dream. But then I went to work and I told him about it. And we're both on a roof and we're both having a laugh about it. You know, I was like, oh, watch out. You know, don't slip. And then the next thing he does, he, he slips off the roof and um, he uh, slides down all these tiles because it was really dewy. It was in the, like in the winter. And he falls all the way down these tiles. And luckily he grabs on, like uh, locks his foot in the gutter before he uh, falls over the roof. And, uh, yeah, we both kind of looked at each other and we were both like, whoa. God, these are yeah. like premonitions. This yeah, I kind of felt like the chick from Medium, you know. like um, Me? Yeah, but it was pretty cool, yeah. Okay, so I, yeah. I don't know if I saved his life or, or not, but, yeah, it was a bit of a weird weird dream. Yeah, that was yeah, a weird one. Maybe That's he was amazing. a bit more prepared because he'd thought about the idea of falling off yeah, the roof. Yeah, yeah, well, but... we did go into detail about it. So, yeah, maybe maybe I helped him or maybe, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Dangerous <laughs> job, mate. Take it easy. Yeah, well, that's it. That's it. That's right. Thank you very much. Thanks, Ian. <laughs> nice work, Ian. Now we got Sonia. Now Sonia, you yeah. work. You work at Mix. Oh, she's, had a, she's <laughs> had a dream about me. Have you been dreaming about Shane? <laughs> uh, look, I'm going to say I've had a dream about one um, of the male members of um, of the Brecky team, but it, it actually wasn't Shane. And uh, Captain Paul. It, it it was Captain Paul, and it was the weirdest thing because That's it happened. Me. It was. <laughs> Captain Paul and I often find ourselves in the kitchen together in the morning making coffee, mm. and I don't think much about it. Mm. And you know, it's just a daily occurrence. But a few weeks back, I had a series of dreams. And this is what's so weird: it wasn't just one night, a few nights. That every time we were in the kitchen, we'd end up having a bit of a cuddle as well. <laughs> and it was oh. the first night. It was a bit like, oh gosh, what's going on? By the third night of these dreams, and I, I have to say, I'm a married woman. Yeah, I had to actually say something because I felt so so uncomfortable. 
and it, it was it got to a point where I, could, I don't know if you know I couldn't look him in the eye because I thought <laughs> and I started getting really worried about going to sleep because I thought I'm going to have another dream where I'm cuddling Captain Paul. Oh, yeah. Sonia, pretty Sonia is going to get you. Your Sonia. husband's a sweetheart. You don't want to upset him. I, I, I exactly. It was awful, and he I mean he he understood and he had a bit of a laugh, and then they all went away. But it's not something you want to be rocking up to work with in your no. every morning. I don't know. You've left me with a bit of sick in my mouth. Thank you very much. <laughs> Oh, no. Well, the traffic is... Thanks, Sonia. The traffic is coming up. We have enough trouble getting him to concentrate anyway. Oh, she's made Paul's day. Oh. What am I going to do now? Oh, oh Go to the kitchen, odds are. I, I had a dream about cuddling in you too, mate, but I didn't want to admit it. Oh, double sick. There's lots of talk around about interest rates dropping yesterday, the budget promises for next week and fiscal policy, so we thought we'd track down our man, the uh, barefoot investor, Scotty Pape, who's in New York City. Morning, Papey. Good morning. How are you? Good, mate. We'll start by saying the Treasurer's come out after the interest rates have gone down to record lows and said, go out and invest and spend, and a few industry professionals, Papey, are saying, hold your horses. And the barefoot investor says, good try, Joe, but that's not going to wash with me. Um, yeah, I heard him... Uh, say that it's good for businesses and it's good for consumers to go out and borrow. Basically, uh, you know, the Reserve Bank is wanting to try and g out the economy. That's why they're cutting interest rates to historical lows. Now, we've actually spoken about this on your show before, that my view is we're going to see more cuts. And that's because um, they need to keep cutting because all around the world, interest rates are basically at 0%. In fact, where I sit right now in New York City, interest rates are basically zero here. My view is, though, I don't think that ultra-low interest rates like what we've got all around the world, I think that sends a different signal to most people, and that is, geez, if, if interest rates are this low, surely something's really not right. And that's exactly, you know, what the story is. And hockey's saying spend money, and that's going to create jobs. Now, I bought two bottles of cologne yesterday. Now... <laughs> How, how, how is that going to help? Well, actually, the rate you go well, through it, Shane, it will improve the economy well, this, greatly. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the, the strange thing is on the other side of the country, we've got Sydney going absolutely gangbusters with their property prices. But in Perth, what it feels like is that a lot of the mojo has come out of the Perth property market. Um, and it's kind of strange that, you know, if the interest rates held true, that the lower they go, the better it is. Surely we, would, we wouldn't have such a disparity between, say, Sydney and uh, Perth. So, uh, you know, I think the Reserve Bank is trying to jawbone down the um, Aussie dollar. That's why it's doing it. And I think Joe Hockey just has to keep smiling and hope that he gets away with uh, something next Tuesday night. I think that's his uh, political game. Mm, right, I talked about this with a gentleman the other day saying, we're building very risky futures for young people. I mean, people who have been saving to buy a house, maybe this is lucky for them, get in and, and do it. But not if the idea of the low interest rates is encouraging you to get in, because when they turn around and they go up later, we've got a lot of people with $700,000 mortgages who aren't going to cope. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And, you know, right now, now I'm in New York City and I've been reading the Wall Street Journal. And what's really interesting is they're talking about our property prices. In fact, I think it's the first time I've ever seen Wollongong actually quoted in the Wall Street Journal. <laughs> That's and funny. If you do a Google, they're kind of incredulous about the amount of debt that Australians have and the, and the property prices. And yeah, I mean, I think what you're seeing is these ultra low interest rates are encouraging people to get out of um, cash and fixed interest and go towards more riskier assets. 
And yeah, you talked about young people, but it's also old people, self-funded retirees that have done the right thing, that are trying to keep off the pension, you know, pay their own way. Mm. They have been right royally screwed by these ultra low interest rates. But again, my view is I don't think, I can't see them going up uh, in the near term future. I think they're only going to go down. But again, as you said, buying a mortgage, you know, in, investing in a mortgage is 25, 30 year commitment. At some stage, they're going to go up and that's when people are going to get themselves into trouble. So Scotty, is the uh, key here, if you get another $40 in your income uh, each week because of the lower rates, just don't buy cologne, just leave it on your mortgage? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <Don't buy cologne. laughs> Unless, uh, you know, you've got a real BO problem, my view would be <laughs> we're looking at interest rates at about 4.5% mortgage rates. Yeah. I wouldn't be fixing because when you fix, it fixes the amount that you can pay over and above your minimum repayments. I would be looking at really turbocharging um, your, your mortgage and paying it off in ultra-low interest rate environment. That would be my advice. I'll be damned if I'm going to sit here and talk to you, Papey, about <laughs> cologne and you slinging off, mate. Oh, it's funny. You obviously have no idea can, what you're talking about. Uh, you smell, Papey. I, I can smell you from here. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. Thanks, bro. In, I'm very envious of you being in New York. What are you there for? Uh, look, I went over to uh, the what they call Woodstock for capitalists. So Warren Buffett. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. An annual general meeting in Omaha, which is right in the middle of America, and uh, basically eight stakes like bigger than the head yep. for a, a mm. week and now I'm in New York just doing a few meetings and I'm flying back for the budget uh, next Tuesday which I may, may talk to you guys about well uh, done on say Wednesday don't forget duty free on the way back dude you know what you can buy <laughs> a bit of everything cologne yes exactly <laughs> right thanks buddy we can smell the uh, pretzels from here enjoy thanks guys get the best of Clarezy Shane and Kimber on the podcast for surprisingly good insurance it's SGIO